professional carpet cleaners and restorers podcast informs companies just like yours why we need to do this together. This free service allows you to obtain business insights to help develop and grow your company to allow for a better lifestyle. Together we have the ability to provide valuable insights, knowledge, guidance and personal resources accumulated over many years. This podcast is developed for you to claw back your valuable time and hopefully help with your forward goals. This podcast is all about giving back. No strings attached, no funny business, no get-rich-quick schemes, but simply to provide some of mine and our amazing co-hosts their wisdom, stories, and hopefully some valuable insights. Together, we have the ability to grow, sustain, and provide a healthy work-life balance for all the cleaners and restorers. As this is totally free, please subscribe, write a review, and share this podcast today. Now on to the show. This podcast This podcast is all about giving back. No strings attached, no funny business, no get rich quick schemes, but simply to provide some of mine and our amazing co-hosts their wisdom. Stories and hopefully some valuable insights. This podcast is all about giving back. No strings attached, no funny business, no get-rich-quick schemes, but simply to provide some of mine and our amazing co-hosts their wisdom, stories, and hopefully some valuable insights. Together, we have the ability to grow, sustain, and provide a healthy work-life balance for all the cleaners and restorers. As this is totally free, please subscribe, write a review, and share this podcast today. Now on to the show. Welcome everybody to the Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast. So this week is just a, a little shortened version. Apologize for the lateness on it, but we'll get started straight away. So when we recorded this, we're actually myself and I were in between appointments. Um, I was actually on the road recording this one. So it's a little bit muffly, but the information's in there and we had a great time doing it. So we'll get it started. Good to see you, Owen. Uh, glad you can make it, and uh, I think we'll have some fun. So let's just get going, eh? Yep, sounds good Welcome to me. Along. Yep. All right, mate. So how about we start with uh, a little bit who you are. Um, so today we're just talking to Owen Boak, the chairperson, Australian chairperson of the Restoration Industry Association. So uh, just tell us a bit about yourself, Owen, and then we'll have a chat. Hi Phil um, and everyone out there, um, my name's Owen Boak, I've been in the restoration industry for 29 years, um, I've been uh, been involved in uh, many different projects from uh, big, big commercial right down to small residential, um, started out in the industry through the, the carpet side of things so I'm pretty familiar with the carpet cleaning background as well as uh, as all the things that go with remediation and restoration as well. So um, yeah. currently I'm, uh, I'm serving not only on uh, the uh, RIA as the chairperson here in Australia, but I'm also on the RIA International Board and I also sit on the, uh, the new S760 standard for what they call wildfire, which we'd understand as bushfire here. Um, yep. Restoration so, and remediation so standard. So let's go back a bit. Um, 
been in industry, so you're just a beginner, 29 years, so yep. just, just getting started. And um, <laughs> what, uh, what, what's the process becoming chairperson of uh, RAA Australasia and then getting involved with the board with the international body? How did that come about? How did that come about? Um, I... I've been involved with, I've been a member of RIA for probably uh, 15, maybe even close to 20 years, but going back to the days when it was uh, ASCR, which was the Association of Specialist Cleaners and Restorers, which was its name prior to RIA. Um, it goes yep. back probably to uh, yeah, 2004, 2005. Um, got very involved with, with that. Um, got to know quite a lot of the Americans uh, through traveling over there. I, I first traveled to the US in 2004 uh, to Nashville and did uh, did an ASD course and, and the AMRT course, which with Rachel Adams actually, uh, all yeah, the way right. back then. Um, there's only, I think there's a, there might be one or two other people who were on that. That was a trip organized by Carpet Cleaners Warehouse actually. And uh, okay. Uh, I think there's maybe only one or two people around still in the industry who uh, who were on that trip. Um, many others have retired or, or passed on. So um, yeah. I got involved with that. Um, I always wanted to uh, when I when I trained with those people and some of the people that uh, Ashley brought out over the years, like Barb Jackson and Pete Consigli and those sort of guys uh, from the states. I, I always aspired to become a a certified restorer, um, and uh, in um, in 2016, I actually went back over to do some of the prereq courses over there. I'd done over the years. I'd done uh, pretty much every course, different type of double uh, ICRC course that you could do in Australia, uh, and some obviously overseas as well. So I'm a triple master in in the double ICRC world. Um, yep. And so I went to do some of the, the RIA advanced learning courses, which was uh, building science, project management and content science and theory. Um, building science I'd done here, uh, but uh, I had to do the other two in, in Denver. Um, okay. And for those of you who know, who know me, I'm, I'm quite into cars, so I got to go and visit Pikes Peak <laughs> at the same time. So that was pretty cool yep. for me uh, yep. and my wife. But uh, um Anyway, we, we went from there and um, basically uh, took a couple of years and uh, then uh, I got involved in a bit of a, a, a challenge with Mr. Mehmet Yukar from Quantum and uh, we decided to take on all three of the um, of the RIA advanced designations as they, as they uh, stood at that time. I was just certified restorer, water loss specialist and certified mild professional and try and be the first people to ever do all three in one year. Which That's all, right which um, Mehmet, myself, and my wife, Christine, all, all managed to achieve. Uh, so uh, much yeah. to the chagrin not, of some of It's not an easy feat. No. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there was a, there was a bit of uh, bragging rights, I think, on the line for, amongst us about that. So uh, my wife keeps reminding me she was the first one to, to, to pass. So uh, she'll never live down. But anyway. Um, <laughs> So, be, look, just being involved in that and participating in the industry, yep. I got to know a lot of the, the US people. And I'm certainly not not alone in that. People like Scott McFasden, uh, Ashley and Duncan, um, Pammy Saini, um, yep. you know, and Sonny. 
like people like yourself, Paul, uh, Phil, and um, you know, Evie, and uh, look, there's uh, Michael Gordon. I know is now doing some advanced designations. There's a lot of people who've been in the industry a while who are taking those steps to get involved in uh, in the US, either through yeah. the WICRC or um, uh, the um, yeah, or, or RAA RAA designations. Yeah. yeah. And, so, uh, what do you what do you see as the difference now? Um, like, I was just talking to someone the other day about this: is that the advancements in the last ten years has rapidly increased. Being in the industry for twenty nine years, what have you noticed? What have you noticed, and what has come into Australia that we haven't had access to prior to? Uh, I think the ability to actually access some of the the fantastic courses, like one of the courses I'd highly recommend to anyone doing. Um, doing water damage is the commercial drying specialist, particularly uh, uh, if you happen to get Mickey Lee teaching it, but uh, uh, also Chuck Batal is also very good as well, who teaches that. Um, Things like that are far more accessible um, than than they've previously been. We've sort of had to wait on people coming out here. Um, I know the RIA is also working on, on remote accessing and they've also been remote accessing some of their advanced designation courses or putting them online yeah. through this sort of format through Zoom. That's good. Um, which, um, you know, I'm, I'm just in the final final phases of doing my, my FLS and CLS as well. Um, which, that's fire loss specialist and content source specialist. Just, um, you know, it, it, those things are um, all part of um they're, they're much more accessible uh with the online online learning formats um i've look i've seen some definite improvements in that but i'm also a believer in uh that people should but there's, there's not enough emphasis on some of the fundamentals in the industry and yeah. i would be very very strong on one thing i'm really advocating quite strongly for in the marketplace is to get back to some of our basic learnings um things like our carpet cleaning background is very important because you learn some of the fundamental knowledge, uh, like you learn about things like the cleaning pie, you learn about chemistry uh, and pH, and you, and you learn about uh, you know, how, how carpets are, are made and installed and all that sort of stuff, which is all part of doing fire and water damage and, and odour and, and mould. We, we need to understand some of these fundamental things before we move Absolutely. on to more exa- advanced learnings. And I think uh, if I could encourage anything in the marketplace, it would be not so much saying everyone should be aspiring to go to the, the, the end of the road. It, it should be people learning their trade so, uh, as a so, yeah. solid foundation, uh, learning how Take to handle the, the journey. Take the, Take journey the journey to get there. That's right. Don't don't just think you can get to the end because yep. you can do a couple of courses. It just no. it doesn't work that way, you know. No. So no, I, I totally agree with that. I've been a stipulator of that for a long time now. We uh, we t- we tend to forget the the pathway to travel to get there. So it's um, no good advice, mate. So we come to Australia. We've got RAA people that don't know that are people on the committee. How much time and energy does it actually take for people to put their hands up, run their own business? And again, you don't get paid to be on a committee, but you know the time and energy that's put in. Explain that. Like, look, uh, I, that th- I think. Look, I mean, obviously, when you when you're getting to the point of what what I what I do in the organisation, that 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 requires uh, quite a few hours every month in terms of being involved in online meetings and um, anything like this, or you know. 
um, and fielding calls and answering questions and talking to suppliers and helping organise conferences and stuff like that. That is, that is a reasonable yeah. commitment by, by all means. But um, um, for people getting involved in, in some of these things, I, I think the real reward is you, you get to know your peers in the industry. Um, yes. And you get to see the, the picture of the broader industry as it exists, not only across Australia, but uh, globally as well. And, and that, that, is, um, that can be a, quite an eye-opener for, for many people in the industry is just the full extent of, uh, of knowledge and uh, the breadth of, uh, of how far you can uh, actually go in, in terms of uh, things in this industry. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so we've got coming up now. The, the dates change, but the venue is the same. That's correct. September. September is a uh, big month for the RAA. So, yep. the great, uh, great feat you guys have put on there. Do you want to explain what's going on in September yeah. for everyone? Yeah. Okay, we're we're going. We uh, because of all the uh, we normally hold, as many of you be aware, we normally hold our conference at uh, towards the sort of the middle of June each year. Uh, but uh, this year, we, because of all the COVID uh, and stuff with borders getting shut down and all that sort of stuff, we decided to move it a bit later in the year with the hope that uh, by then the vaccines and so on have uh, kicked in and we don't need to shut, shut things down as, often, as much. So uh, we've moved it towards to the end of September, uh, this 27th and 28th. And uh, yeah, we'll be uh, hopefully offering the uh, a great trade show with all our suppliers, and they should hopefully have some some good new new toys for everyone to have a look at, and some new technology. And uh, we'll also be having some uh, some great learning and training that uh, we'll be providing uh, to people yeah. in the conference, as well as uh, the opportunity to to meet and greet with many of your uh, fellow peers and, uh, and industry contacts, uh, which is always, uh, to me personally, one of the highlights of these things, getting to talk to everybody. Yeah. So so, um, so those have never been before, just to, to give an idea. The conference is for our industry uh, and it's open to anybody in the industry to come along. There is a, a fee to enter, but the idea is that um, the association has collaborated with people in the industry to bring uh, education, overviews, new equipment, new chemistry, all together in one place. So it makes it easier for people that are looking to get into it or a bit afraid to put their hand up that it's all open to everybody. So that's that's a great thing that the RAA continually do every year for us. So the more people we get along to these things, the better they are. Um, and education-wise, what do you what do you got going for education? What are you uh, looking we, at? We are looking at bringing a couple of courses to to run alongside it. Apart from the uh, the actual topics uh, that we'll be talking about, we usually have. Uh, unfortunately, this year we're not going to be able to bring in some of our uh, international guests, but uh, there'll be yeah. many uh, many of the uh, experienced Australian people in the in the in the industry will be. Uh, presenting on topics like fire, mold, water, and uh, we're probably also bringing some things around uh, some of the maybe hard surface or uh, media blasting technologies, things, things along those lines as well for people who yep. are interested. So, Yeah, fantastic. And, and don't, don't get discouraged, mate. The Australians have uh, a great wealth of mm. uh, information and knowledge as well. So, you know, it's nice to bring the international guys over, someone to talk to, but the uh, what we've got in Australia is, Excellent as well. So, I'm sure you'll have a, a great lineup there for everybody. How do people um, How do people find out a bit bit more about the information? 
Okay, if you go to restorationindustry.org.au, that again is www.restorationindustry.org.au, uh, that is the uh, there's a go-to place for information on the uh, on the conference, and uh, we, we will be uh, you'll be able to get get your tickets and all that sort of stuff on online there. Um, yeah. And if you just keep monitoring that, we also keep our uh, our presence up on uh, social media as well. So some many of you will have seen we. Uh, let everybody know that the, the event was going ahead and uh, date change um, on, on social media over the last last few days. And um, yeah, we will be uh, keeping everything up and current along there. there there's also likely to be uh, some some training courses uh, bolted on the side of it, but uh, we're, we're just finalising details around those. So. Yeah. so normally if you have people sort of say four days, um, they stay at Twin Waters, so you can stay right there at the venue. Um, you know, and the good thing about it is if you rock up the day before, a lot of people do turn up a day before, you get to mingle with people, have a few drinks, and just break that ice as well. So yeah, make it make it a trip away, everyone. That's the that's the benefit of having these things that is to have it a time as business owners or whoever we take to have that time away to actually get to talk to people as well. So it's um, it's an amazing place to do it. Yeah, and for everyone that uh, happens to have younger younger families as well, this year it's actually going to be in school holidays, and there's a fantastic uh, kids water park at the at the resort. And yeah. so you know, if you can uh, you can have the family make a holiday of it, and uh, then you know, have a bit of a tax deductible holiday while you're at it, uh, <laughs> as one should. Absolutely, uh, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's let's change the subject a little bit. What, yep. uh, what's going on with RAA International and Australia? What uh, I hear some murmurs about um, uh, the, what's his name? Sorry, Cross, the lawyer, making some good headway in the States. How are we looking in Australia with... Um, about, okay, uh, what Ed Cross heads up in the, in the US Cross, is, in, sorry. is um, advocacy. advocacy um, now, in the States, they, ha they have some challenges that we do and don't have here. Uh, a, lot, a lot of their pricing is unit pricing in the US um, and, and largely works through a, a program called Xactimate. Um, now that, that, that program puts in square meter rates for doing carpet removal, cleaning, um, you know, everything right down to pressing a shirt and there's, there's thousands, literally thousands upon thousands of line items. And uh, that that's sort of used as a, um, an arbiter between insurers and, and contractors and and it has become uh, the prices have become a bit artificially low in that uh, in that environment and yep. uh, the industry has collectively through the advocacy movement started to push back against things like that or and and bad business practices. Uh, we are very lucky in Australia in that um, our consumer affairs department and and our insurers are far more regulated in, in, in relation to things like that. Uh, in the American market is very much more buyer beware or the principle of caveat emptor. So um, you really are not uh, as a consumer or a contractor anywhere near as protected as you are in the Australian market. But um, having said that, you know some of some of the things around good business practice and communications and good, you know, people repairing things to to standards, we are working on similar things in Australia. Uh, one of the big okay. things that, that is currently being worked on at the moment 
is um, IICRC are, are trying to work with, with Standards Australia to try and have some of our, the IICRC standards actually adopted as, uh, as Australian standards, uh, which will be good in terms of repair, uh, because that will then become the default legal standard that you repair things to. So um, I know that in many instances that that is industry best practice and that's what, what, what uh, if you certainly if you go into a court of law, that'll be the documents that get dragged out. But um, at the moment, they're not Australian standards. So things like that are initiatives that, that uh, people are working on through RIA and other and, uh, and uh, IICRC um, to try and improve the quality of the industry. Um, you know, there's many other things, other initiatives that are quietly toiling away in the background and I'm sure will come to come to benefit in terms of, uh, you know, bringing, bringing international training in line with the Australian training framework and things like that. So, Yeah, no, that, that sounds fantastic. And it's, it's not a quick step either. It's taking a long time. Absolutely. For this to, get, to get to this point as well. So, you know, what, what we do need uh, as a organisation is we need people to, you know, join. We need we need members for RIA. Um, just simply numbers numbers is what makes things happen, you know. And as a community, we need to get together. There are people out there in the industry like Owen and other people. They're actually putting in a lot of time and effort to try to get something happen. And um, you know, it's quite frustrating, I guess, when you see the industry not around helping. So. You know, it's one of those things that's um, we have to commend, not just you, Owen, but like the teams that you have. You have different committees and, Absolutely. and people as well and, you know, back and forth from the states to try and make these things happen. And it's all for the benefit of our industry. And that's what people tend to forget is that, you know, it's not benefiting one company. It's benefiting the industry. So, and unfortunately, it takes just a couple of people to get it going because a lot of people, for some reason, don't want to put their hand up. So... We have to commend you for that, mate. We do. We really do appreciate that. So, yeah. it's uh, it's thing, things are moving at least, and that's what we can see, and that's uh, that's really good, mate. So, yeah. Well, the other thing I'd like to say too, Phil, is that um, for anybody feeling that uh, RIA was an American association and not so super relevant here, we are now based here in Australia. We have our own. Absolutely. Um, yep. We're we're 100%. We're, we're if you join RIA, you're actually a member, become a member of both the Australian Association in its own right, and you also become a member of the International Association as well at the same time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because we now have an office here, we have, have Megan, who's our fantastic support person here. Um, you know, she, she uh, has spoken to many of our members and, and anyone who's new, she always is always in touch with them and uh, introducing them, bringing them, you know, Welcoming them to the fold and um, yeah, trying trying to get everybody uh, moving moving in the same direction because as, as you said quite rightly Phil the more the merrier and uh, the more we can w all work together to improve the, the standards of the industry and professionalism and uh, um, you know and also give back to the the industry that uh, for many of us has uh, been good to us so. Yeah, absolutely it has. So, and look, once you become a member, the access you have to the library that RAA, both international and Australia, have becomes open. So, you know, it's just not about paying absolutely. membership dollars. You're actually getting a lot for your money. So that's a, it's a massive benefit to become a member. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and, uh, you know, just the discounts on on training and things like that, if you partake in that, we'll, we'll more than pay, uh, pay for your... Uh, 
um, your membership and and certainly industry contacts in in, in of themselves often uh, that you meet through uh, participation in these events is fantastic right. and uh, you know that can that can pay for itself a thousand times over so yeah and plus you also get third parties to come in every now and then and do training courses you know air yep. quality association they come in recently um, so you know our, that the the whole RAA is bringing information to our industry so you know we should jump on and you know thank everybody who's putting that effort in so Owen mate I'm gonna have to go I, I do appreciate your time thank uh, you it's just a short one today and um, hope to catch up again soon as soon as we get some more information mate and uh, keep up the good work we really do appreciate it so thanks Phil and thanks for all your efforts in uh, sharing things across the industry it's really good yeah good stuff all right mate thank you very much talk next time cheers see you mate bye, bye. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. Unless specifically stated otherwise, the Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, or surface, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. And information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in these podcasts do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of the Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast. The Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast, or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and all links referenced herein. Moreover, the Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elemental codes that manifest contaminating or destructing uh, properties. The Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising of any individual's use of, reference to, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.